Welcome. Hi, Jody. Hi, guys. Hi. Thanks for doing this little venture with us. We are Midlife Narrative, and you are our first podcast. And um, we are so excited to have you with us because if anybody knows what a journey is all about, mm. it's you. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you're I know, right. Because you've helped, yeah. helped so many people. Um, on their paths mm -hmm. and businesses on their journeys and um, you are a certified life coach I am and um, you definitely know your stuff so we are thrilled to have I'm you. I'm glad you told me all that because that <laughs> makes me feel better about this whole process. <laughs> right well our whole platform is just um, having space for um, women that are trying to figure out who they are mm. and what they want to do with their life and share their stories and empower them and it could mean so many different things to different people mm -hmm. um but we're just going to start having the conversation mm -hmm. so um i if it's okay with you i will kirsten and i will ask you some questions and you just ramble on yeah okay? oh man i don't know if you know what you're asking <laughs> well, for I'm trying all day to long right. I, I feel like i'm a sponge right and, now, so. and we're trying to like i'm gonna watch the time a little bit because our mission is to keep these podcasts around 20 minutes okay. so when people are out running errands or mm -hmm. getting ready in the morning or that we can carve out 20 minutes of space great to mm -hmm. share Love it. um sometimes i think for me personally, when podcasts get a little too long, I don't go back and finish mm. them. And so I, I just, and Kirsten and I have talked about that as well, mm -hmm. about just really nailing it. So I'm going to watch yeah. the time. But first question, let's talk about where you're at. You are, do you want to share your age? You don't have to. Sure. I just turned 57. So you're 57. So let's talk about your journey um, to 57. Oh, <laughs> man. 20 minutes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I need like a year at least to look over that. Well, okay. Can I just share with you something that I discovered? I'm, I'm, I have written several books. Seven. I, seven to uh, be exact. In, in seven books. And I wrote this course that I love. And this course has been really important to me. It's called Real Impact learning to communicate by communicating. And part of this course, I found this quote that fits perfectly with what you guys are up to, I think. Mm -hmm. And I just like to share this quote because it will tell you about me. Mm -hmm. It's Marianne Williamson, who I love. Mm -hmm. And she wrote a book called The Age of Miracles, mm -hmm. okay? And here's what she wrote. According to ancient philosophy, life is not a cycle, but a spiral. Every life lesson that has ever been presented to you will come back again until you learn it. Mm -hmm. huh. Ha, huh. yeah. yeah. And the stakes each time will be higher. Okay. Whatever you have learned will bear greater fruit. Whatever you failed to learn will bear harsher consequences. Uh -huh. Midlife is our second chance. Whatever didn't work in your life before this part was a reflection of the fact that you hadn't yet integrated the different parts of yourself. Where you didn't yet accept yourself, you attract lack of acceptance. If you want to spend the years you have left reenacting the old drama of the past, you can. The same script will be indeed coming around for your review. But if you want, you can take the script and give it an awesome rewrite. Ooh. I, you wrote that? No, or, no, no, I know no. you didn't write it, but you wrote that into your course. Into my course. Okay, That's so awesome. and we'll put some links on mm -hmm. our um, our social media. Uh, Facebook and yeah. Instagram and stuff and how someone can find this course sure, yes and is that through box office yes okay I love everything yeah. about that let's just dissect that I know a right? right yeah I'm telling you what boy this is my life story right mm -hmm. here if you don't get it the first time it'll keep coming back around mm -hmm. I used to say that's like a message lesson problem crisis mm -hmm. if you don't get the message you get a lesson if you don't get the lesson you get the problem if you don't get the problem eventually you'll get a crisis and hopefully you wake up 
and shift things around. But I tell you, I know everything. <laughs> yeah. I just don't always allow it to impact my doing. Yeah. And what, what sparked you to go down this path? Because you went to Concordia. Mm -hmm. What was your major? English and communication. Okay. And so when did you start having like these... When uh -huh. I was three. <laughs> Seriously, I'm kind of not kidding. So you've always been kind of curious, yes. self-exploring. Yes. Okay. But you know what? Until getting to a point as an adult when things keep happening, yeah. you know, and, and it, again, it comes back around. Yeah. It, it wasn't until I took some time and said, what keeps happening to me? Right. And remembered the first time that I was in this space of feeling shut down. I'm not saying it's happened that way, but that's how it felt. Mm -hmm. That was three. Wow. Three, wait, three, three years, years old? old. I learned to read when I was three. Oh, you have told me that uh -huh. story before. Yep. Yes. And I remember having so many questions and learning so much because mm -hmm. as a three-year-old, if you learn to read, the yeah. world opens up. Right? Yeah. And then having questions and having teachers, parents who, I mean, just imagine having a three-year-old precocious mm -hmm. kid. You got to know that's got to drive you nuts. Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. And then hearing from the three-year-old perspective, don't ask that many questions. Stop. You know, if you have to ask that much, then you must not have faith or whatever the stories were that I remember hearing that may not have even been true. Mm -hmm. But that's the story I created in my own life. And then I kept going back to that. Mm -hmm. And the story, which I'm continuing to uncover is, I don't deserve better than this. So it, that's a roadblock for you. It has been. Okay. And it probably is. You're right. It probably is. And every time I hit that ceiling or hit that, you know, we talked about the spiral, it has something to do with that story I made up mm -hmm. when I was three mm -hmm. because I asked, asked a question that couldn't be answered. Yeah. So for you, um, trying to uncover what that roadblock looks like and why you keep going back to that same story that's holding you back mm -hmm. or not allowing yep. you to right. become who you want to be. Right. Um, I want to dig into that a little bit. Mm -hmm. how, how do, if I have a roadblock that I'm facing, mm -hmm. what advice would you give to me? I tried to do it myself. I was in a hole. I mean, I think we've all probably been somewhere in a job or in a relationship or in a somewhere hole. in a hole, right? <laughs> yeah. You feel like you're in a hole. And what do we do? Especially us. I'm looking at Teresa right now because she and I are both Capricorns and I'm learning about this whole Capricorn thing. And I think that in order to get out of that hole I find myself in, I need to do something and I keep digging. Mm -hmm. And what happens is I get deeper into the hole because I'm trying to do it myself. Because you keep digging and right? when you dig, you just keep getting bigger. Right. You're doing the same but thing I'm doing over something. and over. I'm not being right. like I'm not being passive. I'm right. certainly trying mm -hmm. to get out of this hole. Yeah. So I would say first you need to realize you're in the hole and stop digging. Yep. And then look around you. And and what's really weird is when you're in the hole. So imagine you're in the hole and it's dark and you have walls around you and you look up and you can maybe see some sunlight, but there's nobody in the hole with you. Mm -hmm. And so you have to admit at some point, I'll say I had to admit at some point that somebody is outside the hole who can pull me up. Yeah. It doesn't do any good for that person outside the hole to jump in the hole with me. Right. I'll feel better. Right. And we'll be, misery loves company. Right. right. And then we can all be in the hole together. Yeah. And if we're all in the hole together, it must be right. Yeah. You know, let me, yeah, yeah, yeah. let me build my right. army because yeah. then it must be right if we're all in it together <laughs> instead of trying to get out of it and build a support system yeah. outside of the hole. Well, man, we build houses in the hole, don't yeah. we? I yeah. mean, let's build villages and communities. Right, and, right. And mm -hmm. I have to realize, and I would your, your initial question was, what would I tell somebody or what would I do differently? I would admit that I can't do this by myself. I choose not to do this by myself. 
And for me, it meant um, hiring a coach mm -hmm. and working with somebody who is outside the hole, mm -hmm. who has a completely different perspective about that and not judging myself as being wrong or bad or less than yep. or don't I deserve or whatever that stupid yep. story is, that um, it's all okay. Mm -hmm. And I know we know this, you guys. I, you're, you can be 20, you can be 10 years old, you can be 20, 30, 40. You know this in your head yeah. that it's okay to ask for help. But why? Why? Takes, Until you get to be takes, 50. Then I think it takes courage and confidence. Mm. And I, I struggle with that. Mm. Like, I, I, I think I'd stay in the hole mm. if I had my posse with me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd probably, like... Well, know, and that's a really good point, I have a Kirsten, hard time. because it takes, you nailed it, you have to have really strong courage to pull courage. yourself. And that's there's going to be some tough aha moments mm -hmm. that you face as you're getting out of that hole. But holy smokes on the other side mm -hmm. of it, amazing things yeah. start to happen when you build that confidence. Right. And, and you yeah. start small. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, mm -hmm. but I... I have to start in little steps as I climb out of that hole yeah. because I get so overwhelmed mm -hmm. with the big picture. I'm like, one thing a day. I go to aerobics one day, I go water one day. Whatever that one mm -hmm. thing is, mm -hmm. it pulls you out of that hole. Well, and it's that's a great point. It's consistency, consistency. over time, right? Um, you can have an insight in a moment, in mm -hmm. a, an instant, but insight without action makes no difference. And mm -hmm. the action... I think it doesn't, like you said, doesn't have to be overwhelming. Oh my gosh, I need to uphold, uh, uh, you know, upend everything I've ever done. No, 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 no. One little thing over mm -hmm. time. Remember that water boils at 212 degrees. It steams at 211 degrees. That's a huge difference in that one tiny little degree. Right. So if you're walking on a path and you're headed in a direction, if you keep walking in that direction you're going to end up where you're headed duh right but if you move your feet just a tiny little bit today and keep walking in that direction you're going to end up in a completely different place mm -hmm. and where did your courage come from to do you know that? that's, that's a, a really great question because <laughs> I, I struggle with that no and that's why we're here i struggle with all of that yeah. like to like i don't feel that i'm worthy mm, I, like, I i get it know? because that's one of those limiting beliefs yeah, right like I, I should just be down here in the dirt yeah and there's there's something that happened to you somewhere in your life and and, and you made a decision about it we all did i love that right yeah, there yeah. you made the decision to feel that way yeah you can un, you can unwind that right and, and and at some point it doesn't help to know it in your head right because no, I, I know better and I then it totally. builds into my whole story about i'm not worthy because mm -hmm. i should know better mm -hmm. so it doesn't in my experience, it's not enough to know better. There has to be something, some person, some inspiration, something that causes me to say, it's time. Now I, d I do deserve it or I am worthy of it. And I think for me, it's being real. Love. Yeah. I, Transparent. I, you know, I've known you forever, but I don't think I've ever been as real with you as I have been in the last, you know, year, I'd say, Teresa. Yeah. And, and, and because there's this... This story that I'm supposed to know this. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to not. I'm a help. life coach. I'm a, therefore, right? I should yes. know all of this. My life is should be perfect <laughs> because I. Why do you suppose I became a life coach? We teach what we most need to learn. For people. sure. Yeah. And so it's a matter of wanting at some point to have the experience of the full spectrum of life, which is not just you know what puppy dogs and roses and ice cream unicorns and sprinkles right? and everything else it's that's fun that. but you right. will stay at this mm. level if you don't explore the things on the, the other side thing. of that and so i started thinking about it as 
people will say when you make a decision about something it's a black and white decision and mm -hmm. it's easy black and white yes or no right and wrong this whole duality should be very simple mm -hmm. choose yes or whatever you want to choose it's not black and white life is not black and white people will say there are shades of gray mm -hmm. <laughs> and i'm like you know what though i want technicolor and at some point, I decided Technicolor was more appealing to me than even Shades of Grey. So in that Technicolor, what I'm looking at it as is a 360-degree spectrum from, let's just say, completely dark to completely light. Take a dimmer switch. Mm -hmm. And in that 360-degree spectrum, in my vision of it, it's every color. It's not just black and white. Mm -hmm. And if I want that, I can't judge that, um, I don't know, red is better than blue. Or, or black is better than white or what I can't judge that I have to look at the whole picture and and go oh oh so good isn't preferable over bad it's the whole experience of life and when I made that distinction in my mind that I do value all of the contrast mm -hmm. that's when things started shifting for me because then more of what I actually desired mm -hmm. showed up Instead mm -hmm. of me saying, I don't want this, I don't want this, I don't want this, oh my gosh, this is, okay, I'm trying, I'm trying, because mm -hmm. I know better. Mm -hmm. As soon as I went, why am I judging even what I want as better than what I don't want? Oh, I like that. And then yeah. I went, oh, say that again. I know. <laughs> why am I judging? What I don't want as worse than what I do want. And, and the way I, I've worked on this is the distinction between, let's just say, orange and green. Because I don't prefer green doesn't mean green's wrong or bad. Right. I might prefer orange, but that doesn't mean you're a bad person for choosing green. And right now we find ourselves, I think, in so much polarity. Mm -hmm. If you don't agree exactly with me, then mm -hmm. you're a wrong person. Mm -hmm. We see that a lot in today's world. Yes. yes. <laughs> and when I could look at the whole spectrum and go, yeah, but I wouldn't really appreciate orange if I didn't see green because then I wouldn't know what I preferred. Sure. Mm -hmm. And so in the experience of life, even with the downs and the lows, I, I look at that differently and I go, oh yeah, okay. And, and I'll tell you, I think I know when this kind of hit me. Mm -hmm. It was in October of 2018 when I did a talk for an event called um, Disrupt HR. And it was a five minute talk with 20 slides that automatically advance every 15 seconds. <laughs> this is the yeah. format. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I did this talk, and there's a whole lot that came up to that, which we don't have time to talk about, but that talk was fear or love, you choose. And when I did a five minute talk about choosing love, not because it's better than fear, but because I wanna see the world through the eyes of love so that when I see fear, I go, oh, thank you, fear. You're, you have a job to do. Mm -hmm. If I had chosen fear, I would be, skeptical of anybody who showed anything related to love because fear can't see love in that way love can see fear and go oh you're trying to keep me safe thank mm -hmm. you that's right. awesome right it's not a judgment it's an observation well and i'm gonna i'll just kind of parallel that a little bit just so and put it into like real perspective it's like my whole year my journey on this last year and trying to make some really big decisions on a world that I thought was going to be my path mm -hmm. until I decided to retire. And when it didn't feel right, mm -hmm. I started to question myself. I wouldn't give, I, I am so appreciative for that rough year that I went through because it brought me to 2020 and what's going to happen in 2020. If I wouldn't have embraced that, those 
times and that crap and all the stuff that I felt was going on and judge it. If mm. I would have judged it as I'm right and you're wrong, I would not be here. So I think that that's what yeah. you're trying to say is take those hard times, that fear, and turn it into a learning lesson to get you to the other and, side. And, and part of it, when you're on the other side of it, it's really simple yeah. to look back and go, phew, I'm so glad I made it. When you're in the middle of it, hell. Well, and it is. <laughs> and when I was in 19, I knew things weren't good for me in 19. I knew this is not something I preferred. I knew it. I knew it when I was in it. Now, I've done a lot of personal development work since mm -hmm. 2003, I can target. That's a long time mm -hmm. to have supposed to have gotten this figured out, right? And so I could judge it. I could have been judgy pants about myself in 2019, but I knew what was going on because I was aware enough to know I don't like this and yes. it's part of what is going to get me to the other side. Right, right. And that's where we talked about just at our age now, being mm -hmm. able to be aware mm -hmm. so that we know it's like this intuitively doesn't feel right. So mm -hmm. I'm going to go and, mm -hmm. and explore this option. Take it down to dieting. You know, many of us, you know, it has to be done this way and it can only be done that way. And we struggle and we get frustrated and it keeps us in the hole instead of just being, okay, maybe that's not the right mm -hmm. way. I'm, it's not the red or the green right, or whatever. Right. It's like, I need to figure out a different way to look at it or just be okay that I'm working on it. Well, and it's, what's so funny about that when you talk about diet, I, I, I did keto. So did keto, whatever that means. I mean, I decided <laughs> uh, two years ago, maybe it was now, a year and a half ago, that I was sick and tired of being where I was. Mm -hmm. And I, so I tried lots of different things and I did keto mm -hmm. and I lost 40 pounds relatively simply yeah. uh, because it felt easier wow. to do that program because I could eat stuff. You know, mm -hmm. it wasn't like you're doing it wrong. And there were so many people that said, oh, that's very unhealthy. You know, that's yeah. very unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It's I get it. Stairs. I get it, everybody. It's all mm -hmm. good, man. It's mm -hmm. all good. Don't be so righteous about stuff. Right. It's because, working for you. Well, what? I, and and okay, if you're worried about my health and my cholesterol and all my stuff, I appreciate your worry about me. That's so so sweet of you to worry about me. Yeah. But if we're so worried about what other people think of us, then we're where you might find yourself, mm -hmm. Kristen, right now, which is about I have self doubt for and sure. what you know other people know 100%. better than I. And I get it. Yeah. And my opinion doesn't. Mean yes, that. my opinion doesn't mean that much. And and Teresa can tell you, I can tell you, everybody can tell you. But until that switch for sure. flips for for you, for me, mm -hmm. it's not going to matter. Mm -hmm. And in your head, in fact, it might be what it was for me when people would say, Jody, you know better than that. Yeah, I'd go. <laughs> <laughs> I know I do. The problem is not with my head right. and my knowing. Right. Because there's three, I'm just kind of exploring this. There's three ways, three parts of us that we can use when we make decisions, mm -hmm. I suppose. Decision means to cut off the other options, right? We decide right. something. Right. People don't know how to decide because they always want a whole bunch of options. So oh, I feel frozen. Yeah. So decision means I just, this is it. I'm going, I'm doing keto or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Our heads are where knowledge is. And you can read all kinds of things about keto, for example. You can read all kinds of things. And you can find all this stuff that you want. You can get all this knowledge in your head. But you can know it and not still do it, right? So in your head, I, I, I should have a PhD. Right? right? I'm telling you, right? I love it. I think I, yeah. Yeah. So that's part of it, your head. And then there's your heart. And in your heart, I think, I, I don't quote me on this because I'm totally making this up. I could be wrong. In your heart, in my heart, is intuition. Mm -hmm. My intuition is like, oh, my heart feels, like you said, it feels a certain way. And, and that's where I have to 
decide. I'm kind of like calling it discernment because I'm going head, heart, and gut where instinct is. Mm-hmm. And instinct is fight, flight, freeze. Mm-hmm. And often, mm-hmm. if we go back on situations in our lives, if I go back on situations in my life, my gut was saying something and my head was trying to override it. Mm-hmm. And your gut is usually, well, I'm going to say mm-hmm. my gut is always right. Yeah. I just fight it. Yeah, right. Um, and that's because the head's talking. So there you go. So yeah. it's head, heart, gut in alignment is how we can discern before we make a decision. And what you're probably experiencing now and many people are experiencing experiencing is Somebody else knows better than I. Mm-hmm. They are smarter because they have a louder voice, a bigger title, mm-hmm. something else, and I don't deserve mm-hmm. to have an opinion about this. Yeah, no, I'm such a flight person. Like I, yeah. anything to avoid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, excuse my squirrel. <laughs> I know this, but it's all <laughs> awesome. It's all good. And, and all we have to do in this case is decide that there's a cost to what I'm doing, and there's a payoff to what I'm doing. And right now, the payoff is greater than the cost. So until it shifts where the cost, I'm starting to go, the cost is, it's feeling heavier mm-hmm. lately. I'm maybe ready to make a shift. Mm-hmm. That's where you'll find your tribe. I think what you guys are up to mm-hmm. right now is so brilliant because nobody's judging you for being where you are. I don't think, at least not, not in this at conversation. At all. No, we all are where we are yeah. along this journey. Mm-hmm. And at some point, something is going to trigger you. It did for me. And somebody said something that finally made the difference and this is something i just remembered i think earlier this week i sing in a chorus i was telling you guys i sing in a barbershop chorus and i had a director when i first started singing this who was trying to help me learn how to sing i thought singing is just what you do in the shower you can Mm -hmm. just anybody can Mm -hmm. sing he was trying to teach me well anybody can sing because it's just a sustained you know you talk so you just (laughs) right so um he was trying to tell me how to sing fuller and I didn't understand what he meant. So he said, sing fuller. And I went, ah! And he goes, no, that's louder. Like, oh, okay. So he'd say, so sing like you have an egg in the back of your throat. And I'd go, oh, oh no, 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 that's not it. Okay. He, he tried over and over yeah. and over to try to figure out what is the combination of words that will allow Jody to understand this in a way I mean it. Mm-hmm. He never gave up on me ever. Mm-hmm. And finally he said to me one day after, I'm not kidding, probably a year. He said, let me try this. He said, if you're outside in the cold and it's winter and your hands are, are cold and you blow on your hands to warm them up, what do you do that for me? And I went, and he goes, okay. Now pretend like you're blowing out a candle. How would you blow out a candle? And I went, and he said, what's the difference? And I said, this one's cold, blowing out the candle, and this one's warm when I warm my hands. And he said, okay, so sing like you're warming your hands. Wow. And I went, Wah. and he said, Jody, that's it. That's so cool. <laughs> and he never gave up yeah. on that combination of words that it took to have Jody understand what he was trying to help me understand, mm-hmm. not from his perspective, because people hear things differently. Mm-hmm. Right. But at some point there will be a switch that will flip and you go, oh, that's what it feels like in mm-hmm. this space or that's what you meant when you were telling me you're not walking your talk Jody and I'm like what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> Teresa told me that um, many years ago and I thought man I thought I was I was trying head down and she could see something from a different perspective mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I went are you kidding me really and that's the truth well, and I think that that's the importance of having a tribe no matter mm. where you're at. Like Kirsten said to me not too long ago, like, you need to get back and get your health 
back <laughs> together. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Mm. I do. And from the out, from inside, I'm like, I'm, I'm in this hole. I'm mm. trying to get out. My life is so stressful. I'm like, not happy. I'm blah, blah, blah. I have all these excuses. I know. And I it know. takes that person For sure. to say, mm, I'm, I, you're not you're not doing what you mm-hmm. usually do so um all right it's 24 minutes Look at I, how long wow. I know oh, and I feel like I could talk forever I know and you know what we probably do do this again yeah. um it would be amazing to like check in with you maybe um next month or whatever yeah, and just it. do like Jody Bach part two <laughs> Jody Bach part three <laughs> no, part, so 55 on. so the Jody Bach uh, channel <laughs> the Jody Bach channel why not So it's been amazing. I think we all got great little um, nuggets out of it, and we'll put all your links to your stuff mm-hmm. on you our site. Podcast, right? mm-hmm. I do. She does have a podcast, have a podcast yeah. as well. And gosh, let's just keep building this tribe, oh, people. Love it. Love it. I know. Love, love, love you guys. Love, love you. you. Have a great day. <laughs>